Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Bring them The championship run deep in our vein. The entertainment rolling real cause it's all in the game. Who else you know around the city doing it better than this? Just say look at this. You can look around who better than this. Nobody. Who your team, the Blazers, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, Clippers, Tigers, the Chickens. USC, Gamecock, Shamrock, know what it is, man. Triple left a new podcast. Just join the game plan. Come on, come on. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your hosts, Zay, Young Vander, and Bro Joe. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast. Welcome all you fantasy champions out there that made that last-ditch effort and got on through. Talk to you a little bit about what we had going on over the weekend. As always, I got my main man with me, Young Vander. Holla at the people, Young Vander. Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there? And my guy, bro, Joe, holla at the people, Joe. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? All right, so formal greeting. Bonjour, konnichiwa, good day, a Hola, como esta? Good day, mate. Utenteg, and what's poppin'? We apologize for not being able to get you your previews or your matchups on Thursday. I was a little under the weather. It's been, what, we're into the third year that this thing has been out here and it finally caught up with me. So I was a little under the weather, but we're going to make sure that we get you the info that you need. First, we're going to start out with your news. And now your fantasy news. A couple of major injuries out there. Uh, Michael Gallup, the Dallas Cowboys, he actually tore his ACL. It's been feared. They, they're going to confirm today. So that's one thing that you may want to look out for. If you are a Cowboy fan going into the NFL playoff weeks, Cal Picks, he ended up with a hamstring injury on Sunday. Significant, not due to the fact that Atlanta is in the playoff push or pitcher but because he was actually going for the rookie record and was only a few yards away. Um, he only needed 127 yards going into this game to break the rookie record for most yards. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not he is able to get back out there on next week to kind of grab that, that goal, if you will, grab that record. We'll see how that kind of goes. Drew Locke ended up with a hurt shoulder on Sunday, so the Broncos were down to their third string running back. That on top of several other injuries um, that the team was dealing with that had are, are not injuries, but illnesses. And that kind of uh, played out as such that their offense was, man, they, 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 they didn't have anything left in the tank. Um, Talent-wise, they, they just looked defeated. And they're on the clock right now as far as a veteran wide receiver, excuse me, a veteran quarterback is concerned. They're definitely um, on the clock for that. You had Damian Harris of the Patriots who got you some fantasy points in and got on through. And then Stevenson came in and ended up with more yards and touchdowns than Damian did. So no matter which Patriot running back you ran with, you ended up in a good scenario there. It looks like they were just kind of giving him a little bit of rest as far as the hamstring was concerned. If you do happen to have a week 18 situation going on, you should be okay as far as running Harris out there. Joe Burrow, man, this guy, he's looking like he may just be the, the new hotness out there. The, the bing, this is not your daddy's bingles right now, fellas. Joe Burrow ended up, you know, kind of getting nicked up just a little bit he hurt his leg a little bit on on the in, in the fourth quarter there but talk about a game last week we said that uh you know this would be the measuring stick game for them and uh, we're definitely going to go into that as we go into our game reviews but uh joe burrow there's nothing significant there although he was hobbling at the end of the game antonio brown obviously got some mental illness at his at his best or worst however you want to classify that but 
I don't foresee anyone giving him another shot at this point. Uh, you've had to, by now seeing the memes or the actual video, or maybe you saw it real time, but my goodness, this, this guy just, he, he lost it on the field. Um, and I don't think there's any coming back from it at this point. I mean, the NFL may step in and say, regardless of your talent, I don't see any team or us allowing any team to let you play. So maybe the Cowboys need to give him a call since Michael Gallup's out. <laughs> I mean, the talent wise, but look, the, the last thing the Cowboys wanted, they, they're known for always having something that comes up that, that derails them. And if they actually went in salt that particular person who's most likely to cause the disruption versus it coming from in-house that'd be even worse but they do i mean cedric wilson though didn't do too bad last time he had to step in for gallup he he obviously knows the the plays and all that kind of good stuff they normally use pollard just a little bit more schultz is now coming back into the fold for several weeks he was kind of out of it but now he's back in it so they do have several pass-catching weapons that I think will kind of keep them where they need to be. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, this may be the last time we see him. Man, I hate, for, I hate to see him go out like that, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm a big fan of AB. But I mean, I, some, I don't, I'm not sure the um, the real reasoning. I am hearing that some uh, bonuses was at, at stake um, as far as um, his uh, – I think he needed so many yards to get like a reach a bonus or something of that nature. Yeah, he needed, I want to say it was one touchdown, eight catches, and I'm not exactly sure the specific amount of yards, but it, it, it wasn't anything that he couldn't get between the second half of that game and then still having a, another full game left. That's for certain. So pouting and taking off your jersey and, and you know, running home definitely ain't going to get you the bonus. So uh, Yeah, but I think – in his mind, maybe to a lot of people, they feel like, okay, next week's game is the game they're going to be sitting. Think about it. Like, if it's, if they already locked in a spot. But they wouldn't be, though. That's the thing. But, okay. based on, based but, they're, on, not, but they're, they're not fighting for any type of home field advantage or anything like that, right? Well, I think it would, what would end up mattering is whether or not they're second place because yeah. the Cowboys lost, who was who they, they were trying to go after that second spot. The Packers and Arizona won. So I think it would I want to say would it would depend on if Arizona if, if Arizona had like a one o'clock game and they had a four o'clock game next week and Arizona won, then it wouldn't really matter. Or for that matter, I think the Rams are up there too as far as wins were concerned. So there are a few teams that are kind of up there that it positioning would matter as far as who you're going against. So and, and then even in those games, the likelihood of them sitting in the entire game versus it being a, you know, because everybody's already out, we don't we, we need you at least a half a game or so. I mean, like, even if the validity of your concern is 100 percent, your actions just made people not even consider the validity of your concern. I mean, nah, I'm sorry. The only thing I got for A.B., hopefully something is just going on that you need to get fixed in your head, because if. If this is just your general attitude towards life, this is just a tantrum that you throw because you're not getting the ball thrown your way. Yeah, uh, it's probably a lot of other stuff that you've been accused of that's closer to the truth than we might have wanted to believe before. If this is how you act in general, just saying. Yeah, uh, and I also, mean, too, they tried to get him the ball last year. I don't know if anybody remember. They threw him like three straight screens so he can get his incentive last year. I don't think him getting. I do remember that. He would have got his incentive if, you know, he just Tom, stuck Tom to the Tom Brady game. ain't the one to, you know, like that. there's this conspiracy theory out there. Like, you know, they were trying to make sure he didn't get – Tom Brady ain't that dude. Tom Brady would throw you But Tom Brady last year made sure AB got that money last year. Like like yeah. Joe uh, just alluded to, like Tom Brady was the one like, nah, we're going to get this man his bread. You and he I mean? had so, six more quarters to do the same thing. He only needed eight catches. You was going to get eight catches. You the only wide receiver out there. You, you would have probably got four more in this game. I heard two different stories. Now, I heard the bonus thing. And then also heard they wanted him to go in the game. He was saying his now, ankle. I saw that his, too. Yeah, he yeah. was saying his ankle wasn't right, and it was like, "You need to go in the game." He's like, "Yo, my ankle ain't right," and they told him like, "Well, you can leave or something." Yeah, I, I saw that too. So when now, they said that, that, I can see him reacting that way, right? And so he's like, "All right." Cool. <laughs> so that that story sounds a little bit more. That believable. sounds like AB, <laughs> especially Arians, because we we know how Arians is, right? But now they um, didn't say head coach; they said it was the the assistant coach or position coaches or something like that. It wasn't okay. it wasn't Bruce. Somebody probably got snappy with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you can yeah. leave. 
I can see that. He's like, all right, cool. I I, I can see them saying and, and that the player like, leaves. Literally and he was like, it. all right, bye. Right. Yeah. It, in his mind, it, it was probably one of those. If I told you it was injury and you fired me due to being injured, I'm gonna get right. paid anyway. That story makes a little bit more sense because yeah. it, in in that scenario, the bonus that you might not be able to get because you can't go because of your ankle. Don't they have to pay you out if you get injured? And isn't it like some kind of like insurance or something like that? The way it works, or I'm not sure about that, honestly. The only thing with that though is that he cleared the protocols as far as his injury. So if you can't, you know, he went from oh. questionable to being game. Maybe, you know, maybe he game tweeted eligible. in the because you remember now Godwin tweeted some point in time this week that Antonio Brown tweaked his ankle in practice and that he was going to be questionable to even play this week. I do remember seeing that story, and it seems like it's a little bit more important now than it was at the time. But Godwin clearly knew that there was something going on with the ankle, although they thought that he had gotten past the injury. So maybe those are extenuating circumstances that will be brought up as it pertains to whether he was cut and was injured or whether he was just cut. Maybe there's a difference as far as payout is concerned. But then, do, do you think he didn't want to take a chance on him? Oh, no. Off? Okay. No, no, nope. no, no. Absolutely not. Matter of fact, we might be at the point now where the NFL steps in and says, nah, we're not going to give you a chance to embarrass us again. This is my thing, right? All right, so you're going to say that about AB. But hell, Josh Gordon must be a Cadell son-in-law because ain't no way somebody get – he's on like his 12th chance, man. I'm going to just say like with Josh Gordon, he literally does have mental issues. Like even stemming back from Baylor, like – and even looking at his story, his childhood, it's it's dark, bro. Like, it's one of them things, if you have 30, 40 minutes to listen to, it's pretty dark. And on top of that, he doesn't, aside from weed, we don't hear nothing about this kid as far as alcoholism, getting into any altercation with his teammates. Everybody loves him, in fact. And that's why he continues to get these chances. I literally think it's just an addiction. And I, and I think we, honestly, they should just fucking allow it already and get it over with. But... It's just the the drugs, bro. What he's the traumas he's been through trying to cope with them. And once he got to the Chiefs, we, we didn't really now we didn't hear his name a whole lot in the games, but we didn't hear it outside of that as well. Hopefully, you know, give him another offseason or whatever, he'll he'll do what he needs to do to be a, a viable part of the team. It's slightly different, and I do agree with Joe because when you're talking about someone testing positive for a substance that y'all not even really checking for all like that anymore versus someone who has gone to several different teams with several different styles of coaching and things of that nature. We're talking about you acted up with Pittsburgh. We, we rarely hear about Mike Tomlin having issues with players in general. The fact that he was able to keep AB under wraps for so long with a Le'Veon Bell type on the team as well. I mean, like I, I'm more impressed by Coach Tomlin as time goes by, just based on some of the things that he was able to kind of, you know, keep under wraps. But then he goes to, you know, the Raiders, doesn't even end up playing a game for them, goes to the Patriots, end up, you know, burning that bridge. Tom Brady sticks his neck out for you in Tampa Bay. I mean, like, how many different teams do you think you're going to burn before the owners just get together and blackball you without the NFL ever having to say that that's what's being done? Let's look at it this way. Who did more, A.B. or Owens or Ocho Cinco? As far as on the field, off the field, hijinks, whatever the case may be. And those AB guys, for sure, but those guys don't look at the opportunities they didn't get, though. But that's my point. He, he's done more than they did, and they got less opportunity. Right. But again, that doesn't make sense to me. You see what I'm saying? But it's the pattern that we've seen. The 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 diva gets ousted. We even saw that. We even saw that with the punter. You you remember that dude? The, uh, the, I think it was the punter for the Raiders, the black guy. Yeah, um, I love that guy. He, he was a bit too outspoken. One of the best punters in the league, but I don't even know what the hell he – I don't think he's in the league anymore. You aren't no, going he's to, not. It's, it's one thing to have talent. It's another thing completely to think that your talent outweighs what it took to get the team there. Like pe People's egos don't allow, but some, you're essentially saying, I need you more than, than we need the well, team to run. That, this only happens when your complexion of your skin is darker. Let's get that out the way. Because, um, nah, I no, disagree. Nah, because I mean, if, from what you is just described, it sounds mm. like Aaron Rodgers to me. What you just described, nah, now. Only, only going over nah, saying, "Hey, nah. I need you." Yeah, Aaron okay. Rodgers is the. the nah, I see what of, you're saying. Though. You need me more than I need you. He's a perfect I, I, example of that. I see what you're saying though. 
but you can't tell me he don't show he don't show off like show them up. The biggest the difference though, I won't I won't go too race as far as that's concerned, only because it's a little bit different when you're talking about a quarterback versus talking about a wide receiver. So, so it's position. Now, now I'm gonna also back you up. Remember to well, kick your remember, remember to kick your New York. They knew about him beating his. Beating oh yeah, his wife. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But story. yet they turn away and let it and, and and let it go on, right? Well, they let actually several. I mean, if, if they kicked out everybody in the NFL that had a story like that, then a lot more people would be kicked out. I'm I'm speaking more so specifically to. I don't know because the only the story. Field. I don't know, man. Because the stories I see are the the African American guys. It's publicized. It's blown up, and then you see these guys and they get swept under the rug. Ray Rice, of course, blowing up. Like I said, with that kicker, it's been time. He beat his wife at the Pro Bowl. Like, come on. So it's documented. He has situation after situation. It's not only one situation that happened like Ray Rice. There's been several situations, and they just turned away from it. Okay, here come a, here come a better one. The linebacker in Seattle that beat the black girl up. You haven't heard of nothing. Oh, no, no. The, um, you the, haven't um, heard he's of, the offensive lineman. The, you, okay. Um, yeah, that bad. You haven't heard another thing about that. Am I right or wrong? Absolutely right. It was rarely it was rarely on TV. They rarely talked about it. I mean, here's the thing with that one. And I'm not trying to give excuses for why the media picks and chooses, but some people are polarizing, some people aren't. And I still to this moment don't even remember the dude's name in Seattle. Yeah, we talked so quick. It was just and, and the different also when you're talking about A B, no one fired him. No one got rid of him. He literally took off his jersey and said, F you in the middle of a game. This ain't no sweep under the rug type situation. If this had happened in the locker room after the game, maybe they could have attempted to do something. I mean, how you going? How you going? You can't sweep that. I mean, like that that caught everybody by surprise. At the same, like, it, it's one thing to have personal issues going on in your life or to, or to see life a certain way as far as like vaccinations and things of that nature are concerned. Uh, now, as far as putting your hands on a woman, I don't I don't care who you are, what your position is, whatever the case is. I got nothing for you if you do that. But even with something like that, it didn't happen on the field. Like, say what you want about Aaron Rodgers and his hijinks, but it's never cost them a game. And I'm not saying that that makes it OK. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. But what I am saying is if I can't trust you to be able to get through 16 weeks, if all else doesn't fail, like you might just do what you did yesterday at any point in time. Shannon Sharp was saying a, a week or two ago, um, I, I remember seeing a little clip on there where, where, where Skip was basically saying, you know, without, with, with no, this was last week. He was saying with all these wide receivers hurt, does that now make Antonio Brown necessary? And his response was, I wouldn't want to have to depend on him. If my, if my game plan depended on him and the rest of my season depended on him, I'm shook. That's, that's basically what his words were. And, and when you have people on your team making you feel or you make them feel that way versus you have whatever hill you need to climb outside of work. But when you're here, you're working. You're too good for me not to depend on. So if I can't depend on you, there's no point in, in you being on my team. That's, nah, he, he definitely don't deserve to be on the squad. I'm not saying that, but I'm not going to give kudos to uh, Mike Tomlin like you did, because. Mike Tomlin let him get away with this thing for years. Oh, God. And it just, just grew into a bigger a bigger issue. Well, I'm understand? just talking about being able to not let allow it to disrupt the team and let it blow up the way it did everywhere no, but else. It's a, it's, man, it's a zoo over there. It's a zoo. It's not that. Oh, it's, that's what I'm talking It's a zoo over there. It's not like, oh, he not he didn't let it disrupt. No. He didn't disrupt the team because it's a zoo. Look how, look how Juju Smith-Schuster, young, young wide receiver. You yeah. can tell he got in the building. Got a yeah, little sniff of what's going on out there, and now he a diva. I'm like you're not even did you didn't did nothing yet, you know what I mean? But and I look 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 at his situation. Now he want to dance, do you know? He just want to be this. Look at me, like AB yeah. Junior. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, can see I that. Make that point. I think with AB, it goes way before. I remember a time where he was getting into it with Mike Wallace and everything, which really led to him actually choosing to go to the Vikings. As a matter of fact, like AB has a track record, but nobody sees it because if you don't look at the the beat reporters and stuff like that, you don't know. But to Van's point, Tomlin enabled him to get away with a lot. But at that time, A.B. was who was better than A.B. So he kind of got it by default. But then, too, I'm not mad at the Raiders for with him because I just gave you a guaranteed contract of $32 million and you crying about a helmet. And now, after the helmet, you talking about now, well, I think before was the foot. Your foot messed up. Yeah. Cryotherapy. Yeah. Like, dude, I just and gave then, you and then the, uh 
almost would have been considered a strong arm robbery for what he did to the dude in the in the delivery truck or whatever it was. Then then you got the the fake vaccination card. I mean, like it's there's been more in his soap opera than any other player that I could think of as far as on the field and putting other people in jeopardy type situations. Like I just a lot of people do dirt and it doesn't come to the light. But when you just throwing the dirt up in the air for everybody to see, nah, that that's not the example I'm gonna use. Yeah, but when you when you produce, they let you get away with these things to, to a certain extent. I mean, I mean, that's produce, just but... that's just no, that's just life in football in general. Like me, even playing high school football. Yeah, that's true. Is to get I, I would get written up, right? I had this teacher, there's an English teacher of mine, and she didn't like me. I don't know if she didn't like athletes or what, but so she saved all these write ups. You know how to write somebody up and you send it in? Nah, she yeah. had like a stack of them. Like she had about four or five of them. <laughs> like, yeah, send this to the Sandbagging principal. She, on you. Yeah, she sent me to like, yeah, take this to the principal. I said, all right. I went to the principal's office. He said, Barry, what's going on? He said, um, good game Friday. Go back to school. Go back to class. Now, if I wasn't an athlete, if I wasn't one of the better <laughs> players from the team, you think I'd have got that kind of treatment? No, if I was just regular, uh, a regular student at the school, there probably would have been some consequences behind that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So being that these athletes they've been doing this his whole life, and him being true. from and him being from Florida, he began this his pot Warner. Yeah, you know, pot Warner is like Florida and Texas. And, and he, <laughs> oh, man, he, it's it's you know yeah. it's a whole different right. animal. So he began enabled his whole life. And I just hope give, I just hope he be all right, man. Because and, and this kid from the from the the low income housing areas, and now I'm gonna give you money. So I've been enabled your whole life, and now you got money. You create these animals, man. And then you want to tone down. It's, it's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? So I, don't I agree. Know. But at some point, you have to be willing to be accountable. And that that's it, personal accountability. And that, that should come with maturity and age. Granted, as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, people didn't, other people didn't hold you accountable. But at some point in time, you got to say, hey, I got to get over myself. I know idle time for some people can be an issue. For this guy, idle time may literally be his undoing. Like, he can't go 90 days without doing something stupid unless he's in Tom Brady's house. I don't know. I I just hope everything ends up okay for him. I mean, he got plenty of money. He got, you know, he can do whatever he want to do with his life. Just go into the shadows for a minute, calm down, and, and, you know, do whatever you want to do with the rest of your life. Real quick before we get off this this topic, um, it's it's crazy because, like you said, what is he going to do without football? Because AB is a person that I don't see tell, it. He loves the game. Now he may be whatever he is, but this dude loves football. Unless he go to the um the XFL. May, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, I honestly can see that. Like he may join the, the league that the Rock got going on or something like that. Hell, he may go up to Canada. You know, his dad like the all time uh, leading receiver in Canada. I did not know that actually. Yeah, so maybe he may go up there and you know play for the team his dad played for. Do something crazy, but um. But he's uncoachable. That's that's the biggest issue. Like if 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 you if you say something he don't want to hear, right. he he might fly off the handle. And and that's going to your previous point. When you allow that to happen, now the you've talent. created the jujus of the that's world. A, that's a fact. So the talent outweigh the outweigh the rules. It's always been that way, man. The the the, the guy who got the most talent on the team can always do something that you can't do. Yeah, that's true. We had star running back that got into a fist fight at school. You thought he got kicked off the team? Oh, you got suspended from school? Of course not. Yeah. This dude like leaving Russia in the state. No way we can see you out of school. I just you want to go mean? back to Aaron Rodgers, though. I feel like with Aaron Rodgers, he isn't really that controversial. He just waited till he had an MVP season. He then went to them again the following season about, you know, wanting to help them bring in more talent to come to Packers. And then he made a suggestion on, you know, he need help with wide receiver, and they didn't listen. So then he just waited to the off season, and then he 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 made a general statement because he wasn't going to be held to the contract that he had. He had to make a play to get out of his contract and get it revised to what it is now that he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the news. Um, let's go ahead and get into these game reviews. Boy, this week was something different. It seems like you were either a blowout or it was right there together, could have gone either way. And I thoroughly enjoyed this weekend of football. 
uh, first few reviews we had, we had the Falcons and the Bills go up against each other. That was a 29-15 to 15 victory for the Bills. We had the Chicago Bears defeat the New York Giants 29-3, to 3, and the Bengals beat the Chiefs 34-31. to 31. Man, <laughs> this dude Jamar Chase, man, is uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a word, man. Like, but, oh, I, I got one. I'm going to go with A.B. posted. After the game, he a super gremlin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that boy Jamar Chase is a super gremlin, man. Like and this year is my one. thing, right? Year one, but it's, it's it's crazy. People like you know he had a lot of things in the off season. People saying you know uh, he made a, a, a drop pass with the ball and with the ball with the stripes and things like that without the stripes. But imagine how people was so high on Jamar Jefferson coming out, right? Oh, Jamar Jefferson, the best thing. Da, 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 da. You talking know, about Justin? People, yeah, Justin Jefferson, uh, Jefferson, right? How people was just so high on him, right? But you do know he was on the team with a guy they say was better than him. This is Fact. him. <laughs> right, right. This Fact. is him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, oh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, man, look at him. Look at the rookie he had. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but his teammate was better than him. And now it's coming to fruition. And now you can see what everybody was trying to tell you. Like, And my thing about this is, like, why are these teams playing this dude one-on-one? Like, it, it, it was stupid. Like, like, how do you – it's one thing to start your game playing that way. But to continue to allow it, I mean, like at some point in time, you got to switch up what you're doing. I guess they got to pick their poison because you know you got T. Higgins who's coming to his own, and then you got, I mean, one of the captains on the team who hasn't really had a good year. But I mean, Tyler Boyd is still like somebody that you. Yeah, Boyd is still. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get it. I get it. You have to maybe you can't really double. You have to be honest, but you need to jump on the zone or something because they was out there just manning up, and I'm like. It, it is so funny. They had one play where um, they threw in the end zone. It was an incomplete pass, right? And I think it was Sneed. And dude mocked him. He started doing That's the greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started greedy, right? The very next, the very next play. The <laughs> very next play. Yeah. Touchdown. Now let, me hit, now let me hit this greedy. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, snap. I was rolling. Yeah, I, I saw like, that oh, line. Oh, that is crazy. And then I initially, then, as soon as I seen that play, I think I hit y'all boys in the and I didn't hit y'all boys in the chat. I asked somebody else. I was like, yo, where does now nah, where does cause I like to look ahead, so now nah, where does this dude fall in the wide receiver? And y'all can answer this question real quick. Wide receiver ranking next year. Where do you put this guy? You put him I'm, fourth? I'm still putting a, a few guys ahead of him just because we don't we now have the, the tape, if you will. And that's not going to take away his talent by any means, but I think he'll have a slight regression, S- similar to the same way Justin Jefferson did. Um, not not to say he's not going to be a wide receiver one, but I- I'm not going to thrust him into the upper crust of wide receiver ones just yet. Year after that, though, year three, he may be the number one wide receiver. I don't think Justin Jefferson had those. I mean, you look at the numbers. Yeah, he kept going, actually. More yeah. than Metcalf. He might have a Metcalf for yeah. I Justin Jefferson that. having a good season, see? No, no. What, what I mean is comparing him to himself. Like like he, like he, I said, he is a wide receiver one. He's definitely having a good season, but most people expected for him to build on his rookie season, not for his numbers to be lower than what his rookie season was, is what I'm I don't think to. they are. I could be wrong, yeah, but I think they got really, like, he, he on pace. Yeah, they're close. With the extra game, he'll probably end up. I mean, where he is right now, he he was further along last year. Is what I'm saying. Agreed. So, it, and with having the extra game, like a a lot of quote unquote records that are broken. If 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 you're breaking them in in, in week 18, no. congratulations <laughs> on the record. No, listen, I mean, listen, listen. He's already ahead of last year. What are you guys talking about? He has more catches, more yards, and more touchdowns than last year. Are you sure? What, I'm I'm 100 certain. Like this dude already at 1500 oh, yards. Shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, this is what I'm saying. This dude having a season. That's what I'm like. What are y'all talking about? Oh, he, has, yeah. he, has, he has over 100. He has over 100 balls caught. He has 1500 yards. He has nine touchdowns. I don't know why it feels. It just look. It don't look as sexy. I I, and I get what y'all saying. Right. Last year. That's weird jumped. though. I, yeah. He jumped off the screen last year. This but year, to have more points now. Yeah. Like, Already, I'm more confused. Of what, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. so why, why would he? Okay, right. yeah. So he's he's definitely doing better than last year. Not even I got him on a couple of um a couple of dynasty teams. Maybe maybe he's not surprising me this year. And Chase kind of came in, and because he's doing better than what he did in his rookie year, it almost feels as if he's 
usurping and not the, just that the flair right? if you will of not just that cooper cup is having such a crazy year that too yeah it's watering yeah. down everybody else year that's you know true. what i'm saying like that's true yeah <laughs> you're forgetting about these guys like these dudes is having you know hell Wait, Chase, though, i do want to touch on the new dynamic now of getting college players their college wide receiver i think to mm. me he's a top seven eight wide receiver I just feel like because his rapport with Burrow, same thing with Waddle, same thing with Devontae Smith, it's like it's more anticipatory because you've seen those repetitions for so many years. Okay, even though he's deviating from this concept, he's trying to do this as opposed to having to figure out a brand new wide receiver. I think a lot of his success is predicated on that because it's not a critique him because he's crazy. He's crazy talented. But he's still not a refined route runner, which is scary. He's still not up that, there. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, Agreed. this guy is going to be, like, in, in two years, when he's literally picking up some of the tips and tricks, when he learns more about football that he didn't even realize he didn't know, like, this guy is going to be unstoppable. Like, y'all, the Bengals ain't going nowhere. Like, I, I understand you Pittsburgh fans out there, you Ravens fans out there, God bless the Cleveland fans. This this team isn't going anywhere. And Cleveland is about to find themselves in a situation. If you don't go out and get yourself a bona fide quarterback this offseason, you're going to fall back to the pack. Because guess what? The Ravens, hopefully, hopefully, Lamar Jackson um, won't be hurt next year. Hopefully, their entire running back core won't be hurt. Their entire DB core won't be hurt. Yeah, Hopefully, like, yeah. Pittsburgh will have a, a new quarterback as well. Y'all better make a move because this might be the most difficult division in football. Man, on paper, next year. on paper, it's all, I mean, I said this before on, here, on paper, offensively, man, these dudes scary as hell. And it just started like they young. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, all of Tyler them Boyd is the elder statesman. Basically, our our mixing. Or is it Joe Mixon? Joe may be. I think Joe may be the oldest, right, out of the group. But you know, running backs they come a dime a dozen. Exactly. The, the pieces, the pieces that are going to be around for the next ten years, yeah, they're studs. I don't think they're going to keep them around that long, Zay. Somebody going to get paid. You don't think so? No, because the money you can't pay them all. T. Higgins is playing himself into some money, like, <laughs> like yeah. he's starting to, yeah. he's starting to figure it out. You know what I'm but saying? But I think and, they'll pay their offense and, and neglect the defense. That that's that's normally mm-hmm. what the Bengals have done. But they think got about four this: four years with that wide receiving core. Actually. They got five years with. With Burrow, it's gonna be some franchise tagging going on out there because yeah, <laughs> everybody gonna get a contract. Yeah, and then, but also, can you imagine though? Just think about this: if this year, just this off season, if they put all of their resources towards defense, just this off season, I know you gotta do what you gotta do going forward, but if this off season you got your secondary right, you got a little bit of a better linebacking core, you can already outscore most teams if you can then keep them from scoring. Now we're looking at you as one of the Kansas cities of the world, in my opinion. You can put up just as many points in versus your defense being opportunistic, which is what we've seen, you know, the last few games from Kansas City. If your defense is actually legit, man, like like the, the Bengals may be where it's at. Like, like seriously, like, I, I don't see how anybody in their division, the, the worst part about what's going on um, in the division for the Ravens is the fact that they're a running team. You can't run the ball on these dudes like that because they're going to put up points. So they're going to be able to take away from you what you do best. So I, I, I'm loving this division over the next several years. A lot of things are going to shake out a little bit differently. I mean, this was a coach that we were talking about being on the hot seat, talking about he may lose his job by the end of the season. He done went out and won the whole damn division and trying to work on a, a bye week now. Yeah, we this, had, this team uh, is scary. Yeah, I, I love him. That, that's, that's one of my up-and-coming squads there. A few more games here. We had the Dolphins versus the Titans. Dolphins lost 34-3 to to the Titans. The Raiders surprised the Colts in the 23-20 victory. The Patriots just completely shellacked the Jaguars. I want to say this is probably their worst beat of the year, 50-10. to <laughs> And you had the, the Jets. Man, Say what you whatever happened with AB happened with AB, but my God, if we know nothing else about football, do not under any circumstance give Tom Brady the ball with anything over a minute left and expect to win the game. I don't care who the hell is out there playing wide receiver. I don't care who the offensive line is, who the tight ends are. Do not give Tom Brady the ball with time on the clock or he's going to figure it out. 
Yeah, man. Uh, out of these games, the one thing that stick out to me is the Tampa Bay game. Only because of the situation that happened. They seem like they're no longer the favorites. Man, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not even sure they're a top two or three team maybe now. I mean, And they're 12 and four. <laughs> right. Good team. You know, and the defense, I, the defense is really going to have to take these guys to that next level, I think. I still think Tom can get points on the board. But at the same time, I mean, now it's just Mike Evans and Gronk. And you got a cast of... I mean, well, if anybody could do a Tom King, because he used to playing with nobodies. So. Exactly. <laughs> as long as you show up to practice and you know where you're supposed to be on the field, he'll right. get the ball to you, period. So, but um, that 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 loss there, and you know, with losing Godwin a few uh, weeks back, um, it's just at least Evans is back. Yeah, but he he was even limited. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, but he'll have another weekend. I, I, I think that'll the, definitely help out a lot. the chains because now he's just Gronk and Evans. Gronk. More, <laughs> Gronk. Uh, they may end up using the running back out of the backfield a little bit more. There's a Le'Veon Bell sighting. Bell sighting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That may be something of use to him. Now, th- something that you mentioned a little bit earlier, another reason why AB shouldn't have been crying. That makes the Bucks 12 and 4, right? The Rams are also 12 and 4. The Packers are 13 and 3. So they have to play in order to have a better record than the Rams in order to try to be that second team with the bye in the NFC. Um, and then you also have the Cowboys and the Cardinals are at 11 and 5. So there's a possibility that they could end up tying. And I believe they have the, I believe Tampa Bay would have the tiebreaker because they beat the Cowboys head to head. But didn't they lose to the Cardinals head to head? I'm not exactly sure how the, how the head to head tiebreakers will go, but they would have had to play their starters next week to try to get that by. So he was going to get his money. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. I got to say, let's talk about the t- Tennessee Titans, man. Like, I honestly got to say they're eleven to five as well. I don't honestly will say this. And Henry's on the way back. Exactly. I don't think no team want to play them in the playoffs, especially on defense. How they able to make this work? They dealing with honestly duct tape and and glue on how they got this defense going on. They have a lot of injuries to key players and positions on that team, but they still managed to put out great quality players this year. A lot of people uh, stood up. In a secondary, this last couple games is playing out of this world. And they're doing it all without Farley, who was a top pick that got hurt, and he was a, a shutdown corner, and he's still doing all this. What they did to the Miami, I know it's Miami, and we can't keep beating them up on the show. But I think the Titans is legit. I don't I don't know if Kansas City could. With a Henry, I don't yeah, even think two at home. keep up. <laughs> Bro, they on, they on one. Kansas City is 11 and 5 as well. So there are a lot of 11 and 5 teams that will kind of have to fight it out. Tua looked horrible, man, uh, yesterday. I mean, and it it just looked, I know he's the only left handed quarterback, but man, is it it me? It just looks awkward. It looks weird as fuck. Yeah. Like like, he can't throw to the right at all. Right, right. Like he can't even throw to the, like, to the, to the running back out of the backfield if he's going to the right. Like he, he, he rolls out, he rolls to the left. As long as you can stop that rollout to the left, he's not going to have a good game. That's, that's why, what teams have been doing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've seen it. I've seen it. It was really on display uh, yesterday. Just seen it and like, man, like it's like playing basketball against that guy that can't go left. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> he can only dribble with one hand. Right. You know, definitely. <laughs> you had, now, this was – it was kind of um, interesting to me, the Raiders and Colts game, because – I just knew full well that the Colts were going to win this game and that Jonathan, although Jonathan Taylor had a decent game, I thought he was going to go ham in this game. And the, the Raiders are holding serve. I mean, they, they're still in the playoff picture. Had they lost this game, they would have been out of the playoff picture. They've had every reason to kind of throw in the towel or, or call it a, a season and, you know, better luck next year between Gruden and Ruggs and Waller and like it's, tragedies of different kinds but they're playing ball this is a team if if i was a head coaching candidate i would want to be the coach of this team they're showing fight they're showing moxie in 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 light of everything that's going on with them and if you get a look now what happens when waller comes back what happens if you actually get them that number one wide receiver that they thought they may have had with rugs like this team could be really really good 
Yeah, with this one, I think honestly, people need to get like remember we were talking about a quarterback. We had the whole tour discussion. Mm-hmm. That should apply to Derek Carr because this guy is the reason why they win. And on top of that, because his unorthodox style of throwing, we do have to give him criticism for when they lose. But this guy has done nothing but carry this franchise. And so many people wanted him out the door throughout the last few seasons. Facts. So I, I think if anybody, he should have did a whole, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, get me out of here kind of thing. Because he's had so many 4,000-yard seasons. But because they went 7-9 and nine or 8-8, eight and eight, he just doesn't get the respect of how much it means to galvanize the whole team and get the players around him to play. He had nobody to throw to, so he got to throw double-digit targets to Wild. He got to throw double-digits to Renfro. And this organization has not gone out to get him the right wide receiver. I don't even think Ruggs was the right receiver with all the talent that was out in that year's draft. I don't even understand how they took Ruggs, the first wide receiver. Made no sense. But anyway. <laughs> True. They're deep. True. They, uh, I forgot the GM name because uh, he used to go on NFL.com, but he literally uh, – Is it Mayock? Put together. Mayock. There we go. He's put together the last two seasons. He's cleaned up that entire roster, especially particularly on defense. And now they have a solid defense. Not saying a good or a great one, but in years past they kept spending the money on the wrong players and bringing on the wrong. No, no, he cut all that out. Mayock is putting together a really good catalyst with Max Crosby and look unique in Dogway. I hope they are butcher his name. Who used to go to Ravens? He balling out. Yeah, with them. yep. They got good. They have so many good, talented pieces, like you said, X. I think this is like a gold mine for a head coach to come to. And the beautiful thing about it is, the players that are currently there, to your point, don't get much credit. So when the head coach comes in, let's say if it's an Eric Bieniemy, or let's say if it's a Byron Leftwich or something of that nature, when they come in and they perform. The coach is going to be the one to get the credit. Kellen Moore, the play, the play, really nice. Kellen, Kellen, that would be a system that Kellen Moore would be able to. With, with Kellen Moore, it's more so of the can you be a head coach, not can you call the offensive plays that will put them in the right position. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily worry about whether or not he can put them in the in the right position offensively. I just don't know if he can be a leader of men. Like like that's that's the that's going to be the main thing with that guy. We'll see how that goes though. We had the Eagles versus the football team. The Eagles won 20 to 16. The Rams versus the Ravens, 20 to 19 was the victory for the Rams on that one. That was a great game. That came down to the last minute. Broncos versus Chargers. The Chargers beat up on the Broncos 34 to 13. And then you had the 49ers versus the Texans, a 23 to 7 victory for the 49ers. Hey, trigger Trey Lance in the building. Do the 49ers have a decision to make now? No, nah, not okay. yet. Um, okay. I think Trey Lance did get a little warmed up in the second half. He came out and played a little more comfortable. Uh, but, I mean, he still made a decision to make due to – I mean, Jimmy is not great. It's another injury. Is it the so, last year of his contract? I believe so. Okay. So the decision may be – it might not be up to the 49ers then. Maybe not. But then still, it's still up to you because you can offer this guy some money. You see what I'm saying? So with another year, another injury, they may they very well may not. You know what I mean? I don't see them offering the kind of money that another team could though. Or, or I don't think they would offer him the amount of money that another team would. Like there's some teams that are much, much more quarterback needy. And and for him to accept that offer to be a lamed up QB versus going to a team that may offer him a versus the money, I think it's the time that'll be more important to him because he gets hurt. You mess around and get hurt again with the 49ers, that three-year, four-year contract may not be out there with another team. Um, unlike with th- this is the year that if you, you know, if you're a quarterback, this is the year that you want to be a free agent because there's so many teams that need a quarterback. You got everybody from the Browns may need a new quarterback. The Steelers are going to need a new quarterback. The Browns have to make a decision on Baker Mayfield, which, which we all kind of know how most people feel about Baker. Uh, the Giants are going to need a quarterback. The Dolphins may or may not need a quarterback. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, the Colts, believe it or not, may or may need may or may not need a quarterback. I think they'll run with Rents for a little while. I think he was able to show and prove, but and especially since how they they're now giving up a first round pick for him based on the amount of games that he was able to play. 
it's in, in short order, the Buccaneers are going to need a quarterback. Who who knows if Tom Brady's actually going to come back next year? He he agreed to run it back this year, but depending on how things go, he may call it a day. Um, the Eagles keep saying that they don't really like Hurts all like that. The Washington football team needs a quarterback. The Broncos need a quarterback. The Texans have Davis Mills, and he's showing that he has a post. But, I mean, honestly, Garoppolo's a whole lot better than he is. The Panthers need a QB. The Saints need a QB. The Lions need a QB. Jared Goff ain't nothing special. I got a feeling that Russell Wilson is on the road. Seattle may need a QB. I mean, it's just this is the year to be a free agent quarterback. Like, it, it really is. Yeah, this is this is going to be a thing. For all the reasons we've spoken to in shows past, salary cap, you know, QB destinations. I think we'll finally have a free agency where it was like years past where every single minute somebody was coming off the clock, you know, in particular, like you said, quarterback is a big uh, situation. Out of all those quarterbacks, I think Heineke did solidify a chance to be a starter. He should, to me, personally had it after that playoff games, knowing that they wasn't going to draft a quarterback. But I think his uh, pedigree definitely earns him a shot. But like you said, everybody else, it's free game, man. But with Garoppolo's situation, I think Garoppolo definitely move on from Garoppolo. Just like I was saying before with Trey Lance, we had to take into account that he didn't play much collegially in college. But at the same time, he he did need this year on the bench to kind of really learn uh, Shanahan's playbook. And I think he's, they might as well just hand him the reins uh, after this season. Um, just give it to him after this. Agreed. I guess I'm the odd man out on Heineke. I think he deserves a shot. I don't know. It's it's just something about him that just don't quite click for me. But again, his team wasn't quite clicking on all cylinders, so I can't necessarily put it on him specifically. But I think that Washington will be in a unique situation based on where they're going to be in the draft, based on what they already have. If their defense can get back to what they were and some of the offensive guys aren't injured to start out the season, um, you know, may, maybe Heineke is, you know, what the doctor ordered. But if if, I, if I'm the football team or if I'm Pittsburgh or if I'm Denver um, the, or, or New Orleans, those are those are the destinations that I think that they can get the top names on the board. Also, I, I failed to mention Green Bay. Who's to say that they're going to go or want to go with Jordan Love? Maybe, um, Vander, what you were saying last week about uh, about Trey Lance as far as the 49ers possibly wanting to go ahead and bring in a Matt Ryan type or somebody like that just to kind of give them another year or so. I don't, I don't see Jordan Love being anywhere close to what the Packers are going to need to – be able to win. So maybe that's another team that that's going to need a quarterback. So between a lot of the younger guys that can get shipped around, it's a possibility that maybe the Ravens cash in on a Huntley. I, I would be, I would be calling in to uh, see how much somebody like that would cost in draft capital, as opposed to maybe drafting uh, one of the rookies that I haven't seen get out there and do it yet. If you give Huntley a team like, and I'm not saying that this would happen because they're probably going to go with a veteran, but if he went to a team like Denver, I think he'd be more than serviceable to get them where they need to go based on what they have already solidified on offense and with their defense. It, it would basically be duplicating the, the Ravens. Let's think about it with Green Bay. You know, those mm -hmm. are homegrown quarterbacks. I'm not sure if a free agent is going to sign to go up there and play in that weather. I, I haven't seen it done yet, but that, that'd be an interesting thing right there and play when you're trying to bring in a free agent quarterback. Honestly, I think with Jordan Love, I think we already know that he's not going to be in the, the elite conversation. But I do see him very comparable to a Tannehill uh, type of player where his skill set is fit perfectly for what ultimately they're looking to do in that offense. Again, that's not going to articulate to him having Pro Bowl numbers, but I think that they'll still win nine to ten games. You got to think he, the head coach, what? Went, Matt LaFleur went and got got love. It's not like oh he inherited love. No, he went in the draft and drafted up and got him. Like so, I think Love is going to be a serviceable quarterback. For I don't think they look anywhere else. I think he'll have a Tannehill effect. They're not win no nine, ten games with no Buddy Love. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like uh, just, 
It's not going to happen, man. That's like, his nickname going forward. <laughs> this is, Jordan Love will forever know. Will be forever known on this show as Buddy Love going forward. Yo, it's not, it's not going to happen, man. You've seen this guy with the keys, and, man, he looks crazy out there. You know what I'm saying? So if you could see 19 games, that, that's a bet I don't want to take. I don't, they won't win five games with him. Oh, bro, I, I think it's definitely possible, man. No, I because you got to stay. Devontae's not going to be there. That's fine. You know that, right? That's, oh, that's, that's fine. fine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah, he will. Devontae's going to be there. Devontae will be there, for sure. They're going to franchise mm-hmm. him. Man, he's going he gonna to fight his way out of there. They, no. He's he, not playing he, with he, that. He, he did will you be see, franchised. You seen his numbers when he went and, and love was a quarterback? That, that's I, I get it, but he will be franchised. Can we can we honestly in today's football like because it's changed over here a few years ago the first quarterback second quarterback the repetitions I wasn't saying it was close but at least they got some with COVID and everything going on and how they prepare these quarterbacks today these quarterbacks get next to no repetitions with the first team so I think it's hard to say oh love is this I'm not saying he's great again I'm not saying I say he's serviceable I'm not saying he's a Pro Bowl quarterback a great quarterback. But Matt LaFleur, we got to look at why Matt LaFleur, like look at Garoppolo, right? Because it's the same scheme. They brought him there for a reason. When he starts, they win games. Same thing with Jordan Love. Matt LaFleur has a similar offense to, uh, to McVay and to Shanahan. It's just the system. You don't have to be this most spectacular quarterback to be in the system. But you do need a few years to get this terminology, which he, to this point, he's had. I think he'll be a serviceable quarterback to this team we can't say what we haven't seen because he hasn't gotten the full reps through otas to mini camps to even throughout training camp to say what he's going to be but we've seen Tannehill go from miami to the titans and be serviceable and then you know grow into what he is now and i see a similar path for joy love he don't have they, they're going to go out and get a wide receiver that's something that's going to get addressed this offseason whether Devontae comes back or not and they have two running backs already, and that's what Lafleur, you know, Lafleur likes to do already. As is, he's a running type of you know philosopher as far as offense. Hey Joe, let me ask you this because I know you normally keep up with the contracts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Rodgers as such that he can be traded in the off season, or once the off season hits, he's no longer a Packer immediately? How, how does exactly. that exactly? That's how it works. Essentially, he like pretty much they have like he has he has it to where. Um, he's done after the season. Now, if he okay. say so, so have it, let me re- re- articulate. So he has an option to if he wants to stay, there is still one year attached to the deal. If he wants to walk out, he good. He's unrestricted. He can't gotcha. franchise tag him. So essentially, because this year's trade deadline is coming going for the NFL, you get through the playoffs, whatever the case may be. As soon as that's done, he's no longer a tradable commodity. He's free at that moment, right? It's not like you have till X amount of time into the offseason that you could still trade him? Yeah, exactly. Right? The Packers okay. are not going to get anything from him by trading him because he has the choice to say, I'm coming back, I'm gone. So that Either I'm here or um, wherever I want to be. There is no trade. Right. Yeah, I got exactly. you. Okay. So they didn't get nothing so extra for him. I think the only way that I, I could have seen uh, Devonta Adams not being there is if they could have, I, I would have put together a King's Ransom deal to try to shoot Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to another team together and literally get like pretty much put together the rest of my team. And Jordan Love would have, I would say, no no room to argue whether or not he had a team in place because everything that you need, even more so than when Rodgers was there, we have even more in the cupboard. But if Rodgers, as soon as the playoffs are over, is a free man, then there's nothing you can do with that. So I would go ahead and franchise Devontae Adams and Hopefully, Devontae Adams is the one that may be able to, if Buddy Love don't get his shit together, Devontae Adams may be the guy that can lure you in the QB that otherwise wouldn't go there, like like Bear was saying, due to it not I being. I think Adams is an unrestricted free agent. But but he, but you but you can franchise him twice though. That is true. I'm yeah, gonna check on that one because I think I, I know his contract is up, but I think he's an unrestricted free agent. So. He'll be unrestricted, but he's never been franchised before, and they'll probably franchise him twice. Before they, before they just let him go with nothing. I, I would franchise him to trade him before I would just let him and Aaron Rodgers go and get nothing from either one. If you do okay. that. I'm letting him man. touch this year, so I don't even have to worry about any dead salary. I'm going to just be done with both of them, and then that way I can recoup about 40, 50, 45 million because they're going to still take a hit. 
from or maybe how I think more likely not how Rodgers did his contract was so that they didn't take a hit, much like OBJ. But I would let them both go and have sixty million dollars to play with. Why let and, them go when you can get something for them though? You can you can franchise them and still trade them. But I mean, yeah, I, but I'm not just, I'm not just about to let them go and not get anything for them. If I'm if I. I if I if I'm going to let him go, I at least want a draft pick or something out of the deal. It, it doesn't make sense just to let him go, just to let him go. If he wants to be there, which I don't know, Devontae would want to lose out on having a good quarterback. I wouldn't even play that game. I need to be available for 30, 31 other teams this offseason because. He but it ain't up to him to though. The, that's why they have a franchise tag, so it's not it's, it's on the team, not up to the player. I mean, because basically what you're saying right now is you're someone who wants a divorce, but. You just don't feel like fooling around with that alimony. Like that, that's just too much. Just, just, just give me a free release. I don't want your money. Said nobody ever. That, that's that, that's basically what the, the Packers would be doing. Just, I just want to be free, and I don't, I don't want to get nothing from you. You don't have to give me any alimony. Just go. I just don't want to see you to make cap. The reason why I say that X is that they struggled to make cap this year. They literally had to re-sign several people. And this is yeah, getting but closer. the salary cap is going up like 22 mil next year, though. Right. The, but the look, cap will look be at your issue. Patriots, right? Not to cut you off, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all look how y'all did. Y'all spent over $80 million in cap, and y'all, y'all just reformed that defense. Well, I can't say reform it, but you know what I mean. Y'all mm-hmm. injected so much talent into mm-hmm. that offense, but, you know, to your defense. To my point, the Packers need a lot of help across the board, and they're I aging agree. across the board. So yes. let me bring out the example that you just gave, right? With the Patriots. We wouldn't even just let Stefan Gilmore go. We got a six-round draft pick out of it before we said just fuck it and go. That's what I'm saying. Teams ain't going to do okay, that. I see your point. I see <laughs> your point about that. Yeah. And, and Gilmore is nowhere near the level of Adams. And we wouldn't even run to just cut, cut ties on him and let him go. Nah, you going to the Panthers. You ain't going to the team you want to go to. And they only giving us a six-round pick for it. So if you can get a six-round pick for him, you should at least be able to get a second for Adams. Yeah, I just th- see with the the talent at wide receiver that's going to be this year with the Packers. If they want them, like you said, go through the go franchise them and give them a bowl of this a mutual relationship. But I just think you know Adams was tied to a Rob and because he ain't coming back. I think it really heavily played on what Aaron Rodgers. And maybe maybe if you Devontae Adams, the best thing you can do is stay with the Saints and get franchised. For one, that's going to give you the biggest payday for this year for sure. Sure, you'll know exactly where Aaron Rodgers is, and you can make the decision to hook back up with him if you want to, w- without it having to be a well. If he don't do it, then I'm gonna just stick around and wait to see what he. You you you'll be able to plan versus everything just being thrown up against the wall and hoping that it sticks. You the mm-hmm. with so many quarterbacks moving this off season, I wouldn't just want to go to a team that I think is gonna have a QB. I, I want to go somewhere where that position is solidified because wherever he goes, that's that's the last stop. I see Adams and and, uh, and Carr having this beautiful marriage, honestly, and I think that'd be the perfect destination. It really would, and especially if they if they get a coach that can put together an offensive game plan. I mean, right right now, you got to understand they're doing this without an offensive minded coach. They have a special teams coach that's that's running everything right now, so that's going to be very intriguing to see which direction the Raiders take this off season as well. Last few matchups here. We have the Cardinals versus them boys. Cardinals won 25-22. The Saints beat the Panthers 18-10. Seahawks beat the Lions 51-29. And the Packers beat the Vikings 37-10. You may have just seen Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson in Seattle together for the very last time. Uh, Hell, you may have seen both of them in Seattle in general for the last time. If Russell goes, I don't see Pete Carroll being the guy for the reclamation project. I I think you just go ahead and rip out the Band-Aid, you know, see see what you got there. That's another team that I I would be trading Russell Wilson versus, you know, just letting them go. You got to fill some other spots and things of that nature, give the GM and the new new coach something to work with. But the other games, they kind of were what I thought they were going to be. Uh, I, I felt like the Cowboys could have won that game. They should have uh, started out a little bit faster. They ended up putting up the majority of their points in the fourth quarter. Had they actually done something in the first and third quarter, this could have been their game. And Vikings and Packers, hey, you know, Vikings are down to their backup QB, and it definitely showed. They keyed in on the run. Cook wasn't able to get anything done. The Packers did what they've been doing to everybody, 
and the second and third quarters were just stupid. They put up numbers that are akin to your Bengals and your Kansas Cities of the world. So the Packers right now are are my favorite in the NFC represent. We'll kind of see how that ends up working out, but they, they kind of have a little bit of everything. They have the run game. They have the weather that plays into their favor. Um, when you're looking at some of these warmer weather teams that may have to go see them at home. The Lions and Seahawks game just stole people's fantasy championships one way or the other. Points came from that one that people weren't really expecting. But uh, It just seemed like them boys only played well against uh, inferior opponents. Uh, I don't think they won a game this year against any uh, team that has 10 or more wins. High-class Dolphins. Right. So it just, it just shows <laughs> that um, when they play a good team, they get beat. And they just beat the teams they're supposed to. So I know a lot of fans are excited, especially after that big uh, Washington win. I don't see this team going very far in the playoffs because it's going to be, with with the way this thing is shaping out, they may run into a Buccaneers team or something like that early. You know what I mean? One of those type teams. So I don't know. And they're going to get shown up. I can't really think of a playoff team that I would feel comfortable with them playing against, to be honest with you, in in the NFC right now. Like every NFC team that I can think of is. A little bit on uh, on a little bit of a higher level, at least currently operating on a little bit of a higher level than than boys are. So yeah, to your point, just to go to the, go there first, like I think the Cowboys was heavily exposed, and it isn't because uh, they did anything wrong on defense. Well, essentially, they did a lot on defense, but they offense it just regressed so much, and it's really Dak's fault. Like I don't know what's going on with Dak. If he they if they just might need to sit him. Because early on in the game, I feel like the rhythm of the game could have easily went their way. But he threw a lot of errant throws where he overthrew somebody, he threw it over somebody's head. Pivotal moments of the game that really could establish the rhythm for the offense. And I feel like that's the thing. They really are lacking identity. And that really plagued them because that defense, Cardinals figured them out. And that was the all she wrote with that game. Uh, going over to the Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's becoming more and more a household name, and I think uh, to what I expected him to be early on in the season when we had the rookie show, this dude is—he's a stud, bro. And it, he's it, Debo reincarnated. <laughs> yeah, it's not because he went against my team because obviously we give up a lot of yards, but even still, we've seen his his floor becoming higher and higher to that of a number one wide receiver, and I'm really impressed by what he showed. Matt Rule, I don't know what who the hell told him. The let's go get Sam Darnold. This will work. Um, like I was the one who was a really believer of it. Cause I like the Joe Brady thing. Da, 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 da. They had too much talent and they wasted it this entire year from Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, to even how they handled McCaffrey. Because honestly, they should have shut McCaffrey down until it was a win lose situation. There was no reason why he had to come back to this horrendous atrocity of offense. Their defense was fire. And I think. That bodes well for them next year, and that's all we can talk about is next year. And with the Saints, the Saints defense, they they kind of – I don't know how this game was somewhat entertaining because they should have shut them out in the first half. But, yeah, I like those games, man. I think, you know, now we kind of end into the rest of the fantasy season. The fun part for me starts with the, all the college bowls wrapping up soon. It was very telling to me that with St. Brown, like he's, he's kind of reminding me of, like I said, Adebo Samuel, but – Barry, I remember you asking just a couple minutes ago how we were going to rank Chase going into next year. St. Brown may be one of those guys that you can get not late per se, but a little bit later than several other wide receivers that will go before him that has the ability to be a wide receiver one, especially going into year two. Um, They use him as a halfback. They use him as a slot guy. They use him deep down the field. I mean, Every kind of route that you can run, this guy runs it. Every type of play that you can make, he's made it. So yeah. they, they're literally showing him to be like a, another Debo. I, I can see this guy going in the maybe sixth or seventh round, but being a, a round three type talent. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the game. He actually is, if you notice, he's playing with more confidence. Absolutely is. So not only, you know, I know Joe spoke of him early in the season, but he just seen he believed his own. He believe it now. You know, you kind of see when guys start to believe they always think they are. I think at that point now he really believes, like, yo, I'm that guy. You know, so he's playing a lot of confidence. Um, You're right about that, though. He's probably a guy that you'll be able to get extremely late and make and put up those uh, those receiver one numbers. 
Yeah, I, I think he's going to clip a thousand yards too. Even his last five games, like this month of December, was good for him because he had ten receptions, eight receptions, eight receptions, nine receptions. The last week he had another eight, and he went against Denver and Minnesota in between that stretch too. Obviously, he had Arizona, Atlanta, and Seattle. So he, it's not like the level of competition is getting the same results from him. Uh, so I, I like him as a, a strong probably, push and. Especially PPR, he's a killer. Yeah, this dude is. Yeah. I st- I, oh, I got him in Dynasty. And then that Wesley kid, the one from Arizona, I know it was kind of going off track. I'm going to keep my eyes on him because it seemed like. Isn't he a tight end? No, he's a wide receiver. He's six. Wide receiver? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to watch him, keep an eye on him the rest of the, the regular season because he might be another stash. Cause he done caught what, the four touchdowns or three touchdowns the last couple weeks. I can so- see him taking over AJ Green's spot. Next Another year. thing, I'm not in the dynasty league, but if you're talking about a stash, uh, Zay, what's that? What's up with that kid that y'all played uh, yesterday? I was just Wilkerson. He came out of nowhere, like so. Yeah, he'd be very well a stash for someone in dynasty. He's league been as hurt well. for the majority of the year. He um he finally got an opportunity to play, and um I think he got what three touchdowns, two or three touchdowns. So yeah, yeah he he um now whether it's a matter of the worst cornerback on the field being on him. Because no one knew who the hell he was, or he, or if he actually has that level of talent in him, we'll find that out sooner than later. But yeah, he he caught my eye as well. He wasn't even available to pick up in most leagues because I mean he he on the roster, but way down deep. Um, as a fact, this may have been one of the first games he was even activated. So, but yeah, so going forward for the off season, we will be down to one show a week. So we will get another show done on next Monday and we'll kind of go from there as things change as players go here or there injuries occur we'll definitely talk about that we will also uh, be talking a lot more about the dynasty league that we're looking at um, starting and again if you are interested in the dynasty league you can get with us on IG at fantasy football fiend Facebook it is the fantasy football fiend family Facebook group and on Twitter is at fantasy underscore fiend. So in any of those locations, you can reach out to us. Let us know that you are interested in participating. We do have a few more slots left. We out.